Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Well, I love our guest's topic for this show. We've got to call it, Are There Bagels in Heaven? And we're going to get the answer from our guest today. And you want to introduce her, Hyde? Yes, Mom. And as you said, she wrote a book, and it's called They Serve Bagels in Heaven. And her name is Irene Weinberg. She had a tragic car accident where her husband, she was with her husband, Saul, and he died. And he actually died next to her. And uh, this led her to have a profound spiritual awakening, which I'm so interested to hear about. And today, Irene co-hosts, she's the co-host of the Grief and Rebirth, Finding the Joy in Life podcast. So welcome to our show, Irene. Thank you so much. It's truly my pleasure. It's great to have you on. It's been a while. I want people to know that. It's been 21 years since Saul died in 1997. And that's really key for me because I really love hearing about people's journeys because when you get people that are out a ways, they can go back and forth and give people advice and perspective on on their journey. So thank you for coming on. Well, I'd like to go take your listeners back a couple of months before that because my husband and I did not believe in anything spiritual at all. We thought it was ridiculous. And two months before this accident, I was washing the dishes at my kitchen sink and a very strong message came into my mind and it said, Saul has to go. Many lessons will be learned from his death. And I stopped washing my dish and I said to myself, what the heck am I thinking? And I went into the family room where he was watching a Jets game on TV and I brought up some water and kissed the top of his head. And I thought, this is ridiculous and I completely put it out of my mind. I never said a word to anyone. And about two months later, we were coming home from a ski weekend. We were on the New York State Thruway and I felt the car go into a huge swerve. And I looked over and I saw that my husband was sound asleep at the wheel. And I called it out to him. I said, Saul. And he woke up and he saw what was happening. We were going about 72 miles an hour. And he went to pull the car out of the swerve. And as he did so, we began to lift up into the air for the first of four flips. I felt like I was in a gigantic roller coaster. And I pulled my legs into me and I pulled myself into a tight ball. And as we took off for the first flip, a second message came into my mind and it said, he's not going to make it anymore. And there I am flipping up in the air. I have had three serious surgeries as a result of it. We kept hitting hard on the right side and we landed upside down in the ravine. And as, um, as we slide into the ravine, as the ravine and I'm upside down, I look at my husband And I go, Sully, are you okay? And I saw that he was indeed gone. His entire beautiful persona had left his body. I said, oh my God, in that quick moment, I said, I was told this is going to happen. And it immediately started to change me that something is up. And I, and, and I, I felt them turning the car over. The 
emergency crew. I saw a helicopter landing in front of me, and I, I, and an EMT reached through my shattered window, and I did my seatbelt, grabbed me by my shoulders, and began to pull me through the window of my car. And as I was sliding through the window, an unemotional but authoritative male voice boomed into my head and said to me, be loving and kind to everyone as they laid me on the side of the road. Well, I don't know about you, but that kind of tends to change your cells as they're multiplying over there. I mean, oh my God, my husband is dead next to me. They're trying to tourniquet around my leg to stop me from bleeding to death from a torn artery in the bottom of my foot. I have a, my shoulder, is, my collarbone is reversed inside my shoulder. I've got my eye is hemorrhaged. I've lost a ligament in my knee. And I've just been told to be loving and kind to everyone as they're landing a helicopter nearby. Wow. And it completely, profoundly changed me. I, they took me to, they helicoptered me to the emergency trauma center. And instead of screaming for myself and for my husband, and for everything, I started asking everyone who came near me, how are you? Thank you. What is your name? Thank you for coming out. I know it's the weekend before Christmas. And I, I was so changed in that moment that I got a call from the assistant to the surgeon who saved my life in the trauma center. And she said, Irene, I have to tell you, you changed lives in the emergency room that night. We have never seen anyone respond to a tragedy the way you did. And I said, Trish, I had an unbelievable spiritual awakening with a message that was very profound for me and has changed my attitude about the way I deal with things. What I would like to know is what basically did you receive from this that helped you at that time? What happened to me, Gloria, is I suddenly got that I could not control I could not do anything about the fact that he died. I had no control over that at all. But I started to get, like, it changed my attitude. I, instead of going into self-pity and despair, I knew that there was more. And I started being not only loving and kind in a way I had never been in a conscious way to people, but I started also becoming more loving and kind to myself. I realized being loving and kind to everyone is not only about being loving and kind to all of you, it's also about being loving and kind to me. So I started changing the way I was dealing with different things. I like that. So, so what you really got from that, because we, we do, not to minimize your story, but we hear many, many stories like this that, um, you know, it, and they basically say, um, what they get from it that I've heard is comfort that there's all right. But I love the fact that you received for yourself the idea that you needed to be loving and kind and take care of yourself, some really practical things to do to find hope. I have a responsibility. I had a son. I had stepchildren to be there for. I had all kinds of situations in my life. What good am I going to be for anyone if I'm not good to myself and take care of myself and show them that you can get hit by a grenade in life and still come out of the tunnel onto the other side. Well, and, well, that's, well, that's, a good, think, well that's a good um, point, Irene. So you were saying 
you felt like you really needed to be strong and take care of yourself for those that were still living that still needed you. And yes. healing for someone who is not only emotionally hurt, but someone who has actually physically been in an accident. That is so important for people who are watching this show that have had physical trauma and had a loss to know that you really do need to focus on that healing because the grieving process can pull a lot of people out of taking care of themselves as simple as drinking water and Absolutely. going to the walks and taking care of themselves. Absolutely. So what I did is I was motivated. I started working with a life transition coach and I was doing my, I was trying to beat the band. I don't know who I am without him. What am I going to do? I know I got these messages. I know I, I want to survive. I have to figure it out. And she helped me figure it out. She helped me to figure it out step by step by step by step. And um, I, and then on the spiritual end, I also started working with an energetic healer who provided me with a lot of information. And I started seeing other people and he kept coming through uh, with a message that I was supposed to write a book that was part of our sole purpose and that I was going to help many, many people by writing this book. And that's a whole other story about how I found him and how I channeled him and I started asking him questions about his experience on the other side and what his healing was like on the other side and what had happened to him. And from that and from the fact that I could not have gotten to where I am without the help of the healers, traditional and alternative, I started this podcast to interview people, to give people the idea that there are many ways that they can heal. It takes a village, find the one that will work for you. I love you, the name of your book. Tell me about what message you got that you'd call your book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven. Well, for all the, all the listeners out there, when you get the book, it's on Amazon and it's got many, many positive reviews. You will see on page eight, my husband described for me, and that's a whole other story I talk about in the book, how I found him and channeled him. My husband described for me that when he crossed over, his mother met him. And in heaven, they, they can energetically create any scene to help you acclimate to the fact that you no longer have your body, but your soul is still white, viable, and you're on the other side. And his mother created a scene for him where they were having coffee and bagels together as she started to help him process his new transition to the other side. I love it. What about uh, cleaning the closet? And I just wanted to ask you this because when did you clean his closet and did he help you? Um, I started to actually, I had about six months after he died, I had a neighbor who was very friendly with him and the man were his exact clothing size, his shoe size, and everything. And I thought to myself, what a blessing. I'm going to give this man my husband's things. And the man would say to me, cool lives. I, I wear his things. Thank you so much. His beautiful sweaters and all. But there were certain items that were very precious to me that I kept. And of course, there were certain items that I gave to each of the kids. And I, and I still have. It's funny. Yesterday, there are still things I've kept just because it's physically a part of him that's still around me. Well, um, tell the, again, but you can get your book on Amazon. They serve bagels in heaven. And 
Uh, I know you help a lot of people and uh, your podcast, a lot of people listening and uh, grief and rebirth, finding the joy in life. We want to thank you so much for being on the show today and for all the wonderful work you're doing and for your story, which is a very healing story for we know all those people who've had a loss. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.